Are you looking for a new drink? You've heard a lot about whiskey, but you're not sure if you're ready to take the jump? Let's get you in the right gear for this adventure. This is Whiskey Parachute. And welcome to Whiskey Parachute. This is Aaron. I'm joined again today with Megan. Good to be here again. Yeah, nice to have you back. So before we get too far into today's episode, because we're doing mint juleps like we said we were going to do, uh, I want to make a correction to the recipe that I said uh, in our last episode for the whiskey sour. Um, in review, I realized that I said lime juice when I read out the recipe. It is lemon juice. Uh, it's That's been updated in the... Uh, episode description so if you pay attention to the description when you when you get the episode it is updated to lemon juice we do say lemon juice for the rest of the episode but i had problems with my juices if you remember i kept saying lemon or orange and yeah all I, the citrus I was, yeah. I was wrong i was with all the citrus so i was wrong so anyway for everyone listening or wanting to drink along um please note that I was wrong. I'm sorry. I read the recipe wrong. Nerves got me. I didn't have a drink beforehand. Maybe that's my problem. But it is lemon juice, not lime juice. The recipe is updated in the description. So I hope you give it a try. Please enjoy. So for tonight, as promised, the mint julep, the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. Exciting. It's, I'm, I'm getting all the mint aromas in the room already. This yeah. is pretty amazing. Yeah, I lots love of, mint. Lots of fresh mint. Lots of fresh mint on this one. So for this one, mint julep, the recipe that we're going to follow calls for fresh mint leaves, and then we're going to garnish with a fresh mint sprig. Then we're also using a half ounce of simple syrup and two ounces of bourbon. Now this time we're using crushed ice, and we've cheated because we have a big cup of sonic ice. So the best crushed ice that there is. I think this is a pro tip situation going on is to go get you some, a cup of Sonic ice. Yeah, pro, pro tip, mint julep, Sonic ice. Okay, so uh, I've already got, um, I've already got the mint in the glasses. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to muddle the mint in the glasses to help release the oils and the flavors. Real quick, we're going to do a real quick muddle. I'm smelling the mint get stronger as you are yep. muddling. Yep. yep, absolutely. It's going to open up a little bit more. Um, and what do you, so um, for those that don't know the word muddle, what, what does muddle mean? So by, by muddling, what I'm doing is I'm taking something uh, and I'm just kind of, uh, essentially I'm kind of smashing the mint in the bottom of the glass. Um, there are, they, you know, a lot of bartenders and places actually have muddling rods. Um, I couldn't find one, so I actually have a pestle from my mortar and pestle set. Uh, it works. Just don't get super aggressive if you have a pestle. Uh, you'll you'll shred the mint, and we're not really looking to shred the mint. Could um, I've seen some bartenders slap mint in some drinks. Would this be a situation where you could also slap the mint before putting it in the glass, or is that something different? You you could yeah you could slap the mint before putting it in the glass. Usually that technique tends to be a little bit more reserved for when you're doing mint with a garnish to open up the garnish so you can spread they're more, more aromatic since this is going to be down in the drink the muddling actually helps with the flavor helps with the, it helps okay. release the flavor okay. a little bit better all right so icing the glass and i'm making a mess of course but that's where i put a towel down right so he's filled the um, what glass? What glasses are we using this time? So again, we have just our regular cocktail rocks. Okay. You know, cocktail, low ball rocks, whatever you want to call them. Just a standard drink mix glass. 
And he's filling it near near top um, of the glass. So the mint's down on the bottom, and the ice has been filled to the top. So, and actually, right before I iced, I went ahead and added, added our simple syrup. So we are still using, for this recipe, just like the last one, we are using our benchmark bourbon. If you notice, there is actually another bottle of bourbon sitting on the table tonight. I was going to ask you about that well, one. We'll get into that here in just a second. Okay. So let's get the drinks made up real quick. So we've gotten the mint leaves in the bottom. You've added how, how much simple syrup? Half an ounce. Half an ounce of simple syrup. Okay. And now you are adding in the benchmark bourbon. And if you haven't listened to episode one, um, benchmark looking at the bottle is a really like golden amber color. Um, very light looking, not so intimidating. Um, and it, I, I enjoyed it last episode, so I'm interested to see how it's going to work in parallel with the mint situation we got going on. So and you're, probably, what you're probably hearing a little bit of noise in the background where this recipe is a stirred recipe, whereas the last one is a shaken recipe. This is, this is really interesting in that I found a ton of recipes for mint juleps out there. So, um, you know, there seem to be a lot, and everybody seems to have one that they... Uh, kind of prefer a little bit more than the other. Let's go ahead and put a little bit more ice in these, just to top them off. So. Might as well slap the mint since we talked about <laughs> it, right? And actually, that opened up in my hand just a lot, quite a bit. So, okay, so here you go. Here's your mint julep. I have mine. Oh, that's it. Like those, those are the only ingredients that that are in. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They're so really literally, a simple syrup, muddled mint, and the and how much whiskey did we add? Two ounces. Okay, and I'm asking only so I know how slow to drink this. Drink this one slowly. <laughs> I think I drank the other one a little too fast trying to trying to sip it. So as I'm like bringing the glass bringing the glass up to take a sip i don't smell any whiskey this time whereas last week i could smell it in the whiskey sour but i'm but the mint is covering all of yeah, that up the, in the, the smell. Yeah, mint's gonna really play into this one but i do taste it more in this one yeah yeah much more the, ta the taste on this one's stronger in terms of tasting the bourbon tasting tasting the the benchmark and i do feel more of a burn on this one whereas the citrus last week tend to cut that for me mm -hmm. not as, not as much not as much natural sugars because we don't have the the citruses mm -hmm. and not as and and also slightly less simple syrup because this is only half ounce so the last one was three quarters of an ounce so a little bit so yeah you're going to pick up on a couple more things of the bourbon this is going to be a lot more bourbon forward maybe a little bit too much of a step into a second drink for some of our listeners but also also a very very like last time, we did a very popular drink, easy to order in all the bars. This one, a very popular drink in general, especially amongst, you know, southern states. As I said, official drink of the Kentucky Derby. This it, It's still very light, though, um, in terms of, like, summer drink, you know? Like, it, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's still refreshing, but it's still a it, – um, where the words I'm looking for – it, it, it's like you said, very, very bourbon forward. So I'm picking up on the burn while I can't smell it. I feel it. 
So it's it's really warm. Like I'm starting to feel the warm down the throat and the chest. Right, well, I'll, I'll take your word for it because I got nothing. But. <laughs> well, you're used to it, um, but it's not. I, I like it. It's um, it's it's a sippable drink. It would have to be sippable for me. Like I would have to sip slowly. No straw at all for me on this one. Whereas last week, I think I could have. You would have slapped me had I brought out a straw. But if I were at a bar, I'd be okay sipping it through a straw. This one, I would not. At all. Yeah, you might struggle with a straw on this one. It, it's just, it it comes off as strong, where it would be, I think, more difficult for me to drink quickly. But it's it's one of those um, social drinks, which is probably why it's part of the Kentucky the Kentucky Derby. Um, but it's good. And I, lo- I do love me some mint, but it, it definitely has more burn than last week. Okay. So we've, talk- we've talked a little bit about, you know, we talked about how this one's the, the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. And I mentioned that we have another bottle on the table that you're you've, that you've noticed. So we made this cocktail and last in the in the whiskey sours last week with um, our with our benchmark. Um, so there is uh, actually this other bottle that I have sitting here is Woodford Reserve, and Woodford uh, is actually the preferred bourbon of Churchill Downs. When they make these. Oh, that's cool. So uh, now some may ask, why didn't we why didn't we make the official drink of the Kentucky Derby with the official with the official bourbon? Ultimately, it's a choice on my part in that I wanted any of our listeners that wanted to try out and, and get into this. I really you know, wanted to stay with the same bourbon so you didn't have to worry about having multiple different brands of bourbon on hand to make the drinks that we're making you can make everything that we're going to make cocktail wise with this bottle with this bottle of benchmark and they will come out just fine so essentially any any lighter flavored bourbon that you could use but we just happen to be using benchmark but woodford is the official yeah so woodford is woodford is is the bourbon that churchill downs uses when they make when you are at churchill downs and you order and you order this mint julep, it's going to be made with Woodford Reserve. Uh, like I said, we just uh, I'm opting to use Benchmark because it's the bottle that I settled on as to be kind of the introductory bottle, as this is supposed to be an introductory uh, you know, podcast for everybody. And I'm assuming, um, I'm sitting here looking at the two bottles, It it's slightly darker than Benchmark, but only by a shade, like just slightly darker. Um, but c- can it be found just as easily as the benchmark? Oh yes, yeah. Woodford is widely distributed, just like Benchmark is. You're going to find it in almost all of your major chain liquor stores, as well as the vast majority of your um, neighborhood liquor stores, your mom and pops. Benchmark is distributed by. And this is another another topic we'll get into when we start talking about who makes what and what the distribution looks like. Benchmark is made and distributed by Buffalo Trace. Um, that name is probably familiar to a couple of people, to a couple of our listeners, especially if they're frequent liquor stores. Um, Woodford Reserve is made by Brown Foreman. Brown Foreman uh, famously is the distribution and distilling for Jack Daniels. Okay, okay. And it, the the bottles look different. So when you when you, if you're looking looking for it on the shelf, Woodford is a, is very flat facing, so it's wide when you're looking at it, but very um, it's not as deep. Um, but it, it, it's almost, it's like a, it's got a very rounded shoulder. It's right. A, it's, a, right. it's a wide, thin bottle. With Whereas a very rounded shoulder. benchmark is a, like a, is a square, yeah, very, um, 
yeah, square very bottle. Cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you go looking for either of them, you know, there, there's the whole shelving, right? So Woodford is probably going to be found right around, in, in most cases, you're going to find Woodford on kind of a mid-level shelf. And benchmark, you're going to find on, on a shelf probably below it. But that's not the... And when you're saying shelves, phys- like physical shelves, but mm-hmm. also price-wise. So is, also there, price-wise. is there a difference in prices, like yeah. average price for these yep. guys? Yep. So your, your benchmark is typically running around, um, is under $20. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Woodford is right around that $30, sometimes just a little bit over $30 price tag. Okay. So we're worth getting... Worth getting, absolutely, yeah. To, I mean, to add, love, to add it. Woodford's a favorite drinker of mine, but like I said, uh, you know, we're we're making all of our cocktails yeah. here with the benchmark. Benchmark is good. Yeah. At some point, I'll have to get you to make me with Woodford just to try it later. Well, we can do a comparison episode where we make a whole bunch of these. Oh, that's yes, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as I, it's like super powerful. We have to pick, may have to pick a different drink to try it though. <laughs> that does come off strong. Yeah. It, it's a lot. I'm more not forward, drinking. No I'm not definitely not drinking this one as fast as 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 the. Um, here it is. I, I can't even think of the name I've had. It's, it's hitting the alcohol. It's hit me kind of quick <laughs> last week. Um, was whiskey the sours. We whiskey, whiskey sour. Sours. Yep. yep. Yeah. This one is coming on stronger for me. I don't. I don't know why, but it does. It feels like it at least. Well, it's it's different. It's the same amount. It's the same alcohol. I know, same I know, but it, that it, that but that plays into the mixer situation. There's not a whole lot of mixer with it because we True. literally just have yeah. the simple syrup, and that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this is this is about as close as you can get to ordering. Well, I say, I, I well, no, really. I mean, there's a few cocktails we'll try. This one and Old Fashioned in Manhattan that are all pretty close to basically just ordering a whiskey, you know, a whiskey neat or a bourbon neat in this case. So, uh, but nevertheless, the the addition of the mint and the addition of the simple syrup does help, in my opinion, bring out some extra flavors that are there as well as help kind of make it slightly more palatable to certain, you know, than just straight bourbon in the glass but i, I would love but i drink thing. straight bourbon in a glass <laughs> i was about so. to say i don't know if you'll ever get me there but um the cocktails yeah i, I can see myself hey, I, having some cocktails. I mean, there's something and you know what um side side note here i was out with some um with some girlfriends the other night and i felt confident in ordering something bourbon related off the menu because i had learned something from you the last time i was here so that that was helpful thank you for teaching me something i knew i knew what i was like talking about when i was talking to the server (laughs) see and that's that's exactly the point of what we're trying to do here right trying to expose people to another avenue of I don't want to say avenue of intoxication, but that's just that's a little too on the nose. <laughs> You're you know. being informed and um, yeah. having options and ex- exactly, expa- exactly. No, your no reason, no reason to just drink vodka when you're out, right? You know, stay away from tequila, folks. I vodka was had, rum was had, and whiskey was had. It was it was it was a fun night, but I but I I learned I learned something. So thank you for uh, imparting your bourbon and whiskey wisdom for cocktails because i i certainly felt more confident knowing what i was getting i'm trying <laughs> well i'm glad that um 
I'm glad that you had a little bit more information when you went out with some friends and I'm, I'm glad that you had a good, y'all had a good time. So let's talk about real quick. Let's wrap up on this one. Um, overall impression, like we did last time we did a one to 10. What do you think? You know, the one to 10 scale. What do you think? Um, you gave the whiskey sour an eight. What do you give the mint and julep? I would say not an eight, but only because it's it's stronger. So I, I, to me, it, it, I would go to the sour more before I would come to the mint julep. But it's a very particular taste. Absolutely. This is all about taste, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, so all for of this me, is about so taste. for me personally, maybe a six or a seven, but only because it it it's got the burn that I'm not accustomed to okay so still above average enjoyable yeah yeah yeah. okay because i do like the mint but i would probably right now between the two pick the whiskey sour over the mint julep that's fair only because the whiskey sour didn't have the burn sure i mean that that's a fair that's a fair assessment Mm -hmm. right i mean and again it's all about your taste right okay Mm -hmm. so then the next question just like we had last time was if you were out and about would you order if, if if this was a possibility, you know, if you were out and about with friends at a certain, at certain, you know, at a southern party or a lawn, you know, a lawn party or something like that, and they were serving mint juleps, would you, would you grab one? I would have it at a party, but I don't think I would order it at a bar. Also, I, a, yeah, also a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That wouldn't be my go-to. But if if I were in a social setting and they were available, I would absolutely drink it. Um, but I don't know that it would be my first go-to order. I think I would order the whiskey sour over the over the julep. That's fair. Okay. Cool. Awesome. But it was. I mean, it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and uh, thank you for joining us again for another cocktail making. Well, thanks um, for having me back. Want to recap real quick for everybody? We did. We had mint juleps. We used our we used our our standard benchmark bourbon, and we followed a recipe of fresh mint, half an ounce of simple syrup, and two ounces of bourbon. And we use crushed ice. Sonic ice. Go Sonic. Thank you, everybody. And we will see you on the next one.